Hello and welcome to the Untranslatable Podcast. We are here recording episode 148. And today we will be discussing the most convenient and also comfortable ways to travel depending on where and how long you are traveling. So we'll be discussing some of our favorite methods to travel, um, definitely ones that can be more convenient and ones that can also be more comfortable and some that maybe are also more fun as well. So I'm looking forward to hearing what Jared has to say about what he considers convenient and also comfortable in terms of travel. Um, I have a feeling we may have some differing opinions on this one, so we'll see. We'll get to the bottom of it in our main segment. I'm looking forward to uh, sharing this discussion with my amazing co-host, Jared. So without further ado, what's going on, Jared? Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Thank you for coming back. This is all I have to live for anymore. Please <laughs> spread a little love. Follow us on uh, Instagram, Untranslatable Podcast. Instagram, Untranslatable One. Nope. Instagram, Untranslatable Podcast. Twitter, Untranslatable One, the number one. I don't know what I just did there. Um, you can email us, untranslatablepodcast at gmail.com. YouTube, Untranslatable Podcast. Spotify, Stitcher, uh, Google Podcasts. Say Everywhere. it to me, and if the answer is no, I'll give you my kidney. Um, <laughs> and uh, most importantly, spread a little love on iTunes and Stitcher with those five star reviews. I love to see them. Chad, I don't even think knows how to see a five star review, but if he did, <laughs> and when I read them to him, he loves to hear them. That is true. Very, very true, Jared. Mm-hmm. So what's new? It's been a minute since uh, since I've talked to you. How's life been treating you? Um, I went to uh, my the silent coast of the podcast was here this weekend. Brad, um, we went to a uh, fun tailgate and then fun for some football game after that. If you catch my drift, oh god, I don't even want to talk about that football <laughs> game. What Jared's talking about is the big rivalry game between Michigan and Michigan State. And uh, Mich- look, I'm gonna be honest. Michigan owned Michigan State this year. There's no. Mm. I'm not going to mince my words. I am a very uh, passionate Michigan State basketball and football fan. Uh, I said basketball first for a reason. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, but I'm glad you had fun. Were there any crazy tailgate shenanigans that you witnessed? Uh, no tailgate shenanigans. Behind the house this time? I sat next to an annoying drunk guy that kept bumping into me. Oh, and God, he always wanted to worst. make conversation about just random shit. And I'm like, yeah, dude. <laughs> and um you know like brad and i would go get some food or something and come back and i like have some strategy like we'd see that he's gone so brad and i would just happen to be sitting on different sides of each other somehow he'd come back i was like how are you still standing next to me you leave we leave we all switch spots but somehow i always end up next to you and he was like always you know how like when you block your eyes to look uh-huh. in, at the sun he would be doing that and just elbowing me in the side of my head oh god and i'll be oh, like Jesus. bro the sun's on the side of us. I was like, what <laughs> right. do you do to even? you? Oh, God. And he'd that's always funny. be turning around to the people behind him making stupid jokes that I personally didn't find funny. But okay. um, I'll say this uh, Michigan might have owned Michigan State in that football game, but the weather owned me. I, to be fair, was not prepared. I got there uh, not knowing I was gonna go to the football game i didn't go there with tickets brad and i went obviously together and met some of his uh, high school friends who were they were doing one that had the spot for the tailgate uh they all had tickets and stuff we had no plan really and we were looking at StubHub and just seeing what the ticket prices were like and they were you know pretty pricey one of his friends were like no no, no wait till like uh, 10 or 20 minutes before the game starts so we did and we happened to find good prices and we Can went I ask in. how much um 50 Oh, that's 50 really bucks good. Per that's person. Really good. So 100 yeah, bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's still really good. Um, For an MSU-Michigan game, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. And um, so we went in. You know, that's actually one of the things I like about traveling with Brad is him and I, n- neither of us ever come with plans. But somehow it always seems to work out, you know? Yeah. And sometimes not, I'm not even it. sure how that happens myself. I'm like, how, how are we here doing this when just <laughs> right. 20 minutes right. we were freezing drinking a beer at you know uh 11 in the morning when people were asking us oh where are you sitting at the game we're like oh no we 
No, we hadn't thought that. We have no plans, right? <laughs> right? And we almost actually, we actually saw better prices, but because we were so close to the stadium, you know, when you're that close, your signal is terrible on your phone. Yeah. So Brad yeah. initially was buying the tickets, and he couldn't get any signal because uh, we were right next to the stadium when this was happening. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, but we I got in and it was a good time. And we left at the end of the third quarter because I thought I was going to lose my toes. That's fair. Yeah, I heard it was freezing. It was, but that's the thing. I put, I had an a Instagram story that I put up, and it was negative two Celsius at one point during the game, um, which is you know slightly below freezing, You know about, let's just say, 28 degrees Fahrenheit. I just made that up. But it probably is somewhere around there. Somewhere near um, there, yeah. So it was definitely below freezing. It was definitely cold. It was, you know, whenever a wind would go by, it would be brutal. The good thing is, though, it was sunny out for the majority of the game, the whole game, I would say. Um, And I really wasn't that cold. I had Mm -hmm. on uh, my classic sort of move, which is a uh, I had on a uh, Michigan shirt. I did not put on my Michigan State one because I was in Ann Arbor. I had on a Michigan shirt, Michigan football shirt. Under that, I had on a waffle weave shirt, which is like a smart. long sleeve. Yep. You know, smart. Sort of a uh, un- long sleeve, I'd say almost a long sleeve underwear sort of material. Mm-hmm. Um, just for those people that don't know what a waffle weave is in the various countries. Right. Um, on top of that, I had on a, a medium thickness hoodie. Okay. And on top of that, I had my trusty, dusty Carhartt jacket. That nice. I've had at least since 2010. I just saw a Facebook picture of me with it, wearing it in 2010. Um, and I had this same hat that I'm wearing on my head right now. So um, as far as my body was going, it was good. But on my feet, if I was more prepared, I would have put on at least a boot. I have right. multiple boots, but I didn't think I was going to the game. So I was wearing sambas. Luckily, oh, I had yeah. on... Those have thin soles, too. Luckily, I had on good socks. But, oh, that's um, crucial. But the Sambas were not helping the situation. <laughs> right. But it was a good well, time. And we left at the end of the third quarter. So we saw, we knew that it was pretty, it was uh, at that point pretty much a foregone conclusion. Yeah, it was over. Yeah, it was definitely over. I, I didn't even watch it because it started at 12 a.m. in, in China. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so I did not watch it. But speaking of cold weather and warm clothes, Jared, I mentioned, I think, on our last episode or the episode before that, that I had ordered a bunch of winter clothes during the oh, during the yes. uh, Black Friday or eleven eleven here in China. I got yes. my coats. Uh, got my one coat. Are you gonna try it I, on for us? Uh, well, I can go get them if you want, but they. Please. I will tell you, they both fit. They both fit. Okay, okay, okay. So okay, it's not okay. really that fun or that exciting. So, Brilliant. Okay. So I, I, I won't try them on. Plus, since most of our listeners aren't watching this, um, oh, that's probably a good point. probably not worth it. <laughs> but yeah, did, so I got did everything I got my, fit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everything wow. fit, no problem. My coat okay. fit, but see, these ones, I, I was gonna order a nice button down, but it was Asian sizes, and I was like, mm, I'm not so sure about these measurements, so I didn't order mm. that. But, but the shirt, I bought like a nice blue button down that has like a thick lining, so it's mm-hmm. almost like it looks like a normal button down. But I think you could wear it. You could even wear it in like the fall, mm-hmm. before it gets super cold, as just like over a t-shirt or something. So I got that, and then I have a wool, like a longer wool coat with a collar. Um, and I needed that stuff because on Thursday, I will be heading to Harbin, which is in the very north of China. It's, I, looked, I looked online, and it looks like it's about close to, that's right, close to even keel with Ulaanbaatar, Mongolia. So I looked at the weather, Jared, and it will be, in Fahrenheit, it will be... I think the hottest it will be when I'm there is like 34 and the lowest it will get is 11 Fahrenheit. Okay. So I need That's to proper. make sure mm-hmm. I bring lots of layers. But here's the funny thing though, Jared. So I ordered my winter clothes during 11-11, which is Black Friday in China. Mm. And I ordered a set sense. of dumbbells and a yoga mat so I can do mm. some like workouts here at my apartment. And I knew this would happen immediately after I hit the order button online. Because the way this works is I have to pick up all my packages. There are three different delivery stations at my apartment complex, none of which are in the same building as my apartment. And I knew after I hit order, I was like, these dumbbells are going to be sent to the furthest like the one furthest from my away. apartment. <laughs> yeah. And, and the, the, the dumbbell gods were 
not kind to me, Jared, because wah, wah. it was at the farthest place from my apartment. And well, so you're I trying to get carry... a workout. That's why you bought them. Dude, I got my money's <laughs> worth. No better time to start than right I, now. <laughs> I think I got my money's worth walking the dumbbells just back to my apartment. I think that uh, alone was money's worth. Because, <laughs> so then I they bought, will never uh, be used again. Uh, that's right don't, don't need to use them anymore jared you know it was usually it takes me about a 10 minute walk to get from my apartment to to this one oh, that's delivery a long place. walk with the dumbbells it took me about 30 i believe that that's a long walk yeah. 10 minutes yeah. just unladen yeah, yeah. wow but actually actually here what i'll do after we're done recording i'll were take a in picture a of the boxes yes all of them were in one box so I had okay. 60 pounds of dumbbells in one box. And you know, 60 <laughs> pounds isn't really that heavy. But when you have to like awkwardly carry it like this, you know. And the box, wasn't the box at any point ready to blow? No. Like the box could support it? Well, so, well it was two boxes. So there are okay. two boxes stacked on top of each other. And, mm-hmm. then, and then wrapped around the boxes is this weird kind of green canvas bag. So. Uh, okay. Yeah. So. Dude, I have never been so out of breath and so sweaty carrying a package. <laughs> like it was so ridiculous. Uh, so by was, the time you leave China, you're gonna be like doing laps around your apartment complex, holding the dumbbells, just running with them. <laughs> that's, that's right. That's the plan. Come back. Gotta, soon. Wait, gotta wait till uh, spring though, when the air quality is a little better. Because the air quality oh, I've true. seen has already gotten a little worse here. <coughs> exactly exactly um so yeah but i have my other winter coat should be coming in today or tomorrow wait where did you say you were going again i got so distracted Harbin. with this coat talk and that's in Harbin. china like north china north china yeah and, in and January, how long is this journey the journey and this is actually why it made me think of today's topic by the way mm, you're because you're already dreading it because <laughs> i will be traveling by train for eight hours wow so to Xi'an, is it going to be five hours? This will be eight hours. Now I have some questions. I realize this is yeah. early and on topic. Do you have? Does the train have Wi-Fi on it? Uh, most of these Chinese trains do, but it's super crappy. And obviously, right, the more course. people are yeah. on there, the slower it runs. So do you do you have a first class ticket? I do. Yeah, there okay. was no way I was going to go eight hours. In do you have class. the ability no to sleep on the train safe safely? Mm-hmm. Without cons- worrying about your stuff. Oh yeah, I ha- I have to say, man, there there are there are definitely some negative things about China. Obviously, the pollution is a problem. Um, I mean, for me now, I do have my first Chinese class later today, so I'm hopefully going to slowly overcome the language barrier a bit. Mm-hmm. But the language mm-hmm. barrier is obviously you a serious betcha. problem. But I can tell you that safety and security here in China is not an issue. Like okay. I have never felt like people will steal my stuff. I mean, yeah, I'm sure stuff gets stolen, but here's the thing, is that in China, there are cameras everywhere. And for me as a foreigner, I think there's kind of a, I think that Chinese people don't really mess with foreigners, mm. just because I think a lot of Chinese people know that if if you mess with a foreigner, like, you're going to negatively impact their view on China. I think for a lot of Chinese people, it is very important that we have a positive experience in the country and we have a positive opinion about China because I mean, look, we are the, a lot of foreigners that live in China and then go back. We're really going to be the ones that can tell people how it really is. You know, the news and the mm-hmm. media, that stuff's all, you know, it has its own agenda, you know, I mean, but this I, podcast reaches tens of people. So, right. Exactly. Maybe uh, one day thousands, <laughs> but yeah, exactly. So it, it definitely, I think, I feel super safe here. I've never felt, even when I've walked home late from bars, I've mm. never felt unsafe. I've never felt like people will steal your stuff. Um, I've heard it. I've heard pickpocketing does happen, but um, I'm, I try to be pretty smart about that stuff. And Fair I've packs. had people on the train like leave their phone charging, sitting on their seat, and they go to the bathroom and they come back. Oh, hell no. I don't do that either. No, I do not do that. Wow. I've had people do that on the train. Um, I've had people who do that and they're sitting next to me. So that explains all those phones in the background of your uh, apartment there that I see. (laughs) That's that's (laughs) right. Uh, I mean, I wonder if there's also a cultural thing to like the respectability. There seems to be more of a obsession with like self-image and respectability. Mm -hmm. And I and I'm sure some petty crime sort of goes along with that. 
you know? I would agree with that. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's, hmm. that's all about the concept here in China about face. And face right. just means like yes. your reputation in public. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. We're not uh, concerned about that here. Right. No, definitely. Have you been to a Walmart? <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Uh, exactly. So, yeah. Well, Jared, I think it's time we get into a couple shout outs and spread some love. What do you think? Spread a little love. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, <clears throat> I'm with you. Excuse me. I'm sorry. You're good. Did that did that cold in the game give you a cold? No, no. I'm staying strong and don't put that evil on me. How dare you? I won't. I'm gonna I, take a sip I of water. I won't. All right. So my first shout out goes out to well, goes out to a couple couple different places. So my first shout out goes from uh, the Lord Corporation of Parker Hannafin Corporation, and uh, so they have donated. One billion to three res- uh, three universities uh, and medical centers to use that money to teach and to research. So, uh, uh, so receiving two hundred and sixty million apiece will be Duke University, Massachusetts Institute of Technology, uh, University of Southern California, and the Cleveland Clinic uh, to use the money for research and for supplies. Um, and so, I think it's really amazing that. Um, such a big gift has been given to these universities. Um, I mean, one billion is a huge number. It's, it's really, really crazy. Change. Definitely not. And so, uh, so what's what's interesting is so Duke says it will put the money in its endowment, using it for undergraduate financial aid to bridge the fund and also uh, to bridge funding for a, a new engineering building and continuing uh, and continuing the support for uh, their students in the engineering department. So I think that's great. The Cleveland Clinic will use the money for education and research, but it hasn't yet determined how. Um, and so, yeah, so I think this is really great. It's amazing. I think any time that any corporations or companies or individual donors give to universities and medical centers, I think it should definitely be applauded and praised. So I think that's really great. So that's the first shout-out for today. So my next shout-out goes out to a family in uh, Sutton's Bay, who uh, who was rich with family, but now he is also stankin' rich. He won the 80 million Powerball jackpot from the Michigan Lottery. So I'm giving the shout out to Philip Chippewa, who is uh, in Sutton's Bay, who won the Powerball in Michigan. 80 million dollars, Jared. Isn't that Dude. crazy? Yeah, that's crazy. That is crazy as hell. I have a story for you. Okay, so, let's hear. Um, it. My uh, sorry, I'm just writing something down real quick. Um, so my uh lady friend got something in the mail from her dad the other day, mm-hmm. and it was a uh lottery ticket that he bought when he was here in Michigan. And I specifically remember him buying that lottery ticket because I remember uh my girlfriend saying, I, I I'm speaking in first person as her, uh-huh. I have never seen my dad buy a lottery ticket ever. Um, and somehow this he ends up sending it to us, mm-hmm. and am I? And so we get this lottery ticket, and I'm like, he's sending it to us because it's, there's we won something. I was right. like, we gotta. I was like, we're rich. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> shit's about to change. Get ready. I was so um. I drove to we drove to the gas station with reckless abandon because I'm like okay. I'm never driving this car again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's see if this baby can drift. Uh, no, we went to the grocery. We went to wherever or the gas station. Uh, two dollars. <laughs> we won two dollars. Yes, yes. I and I'm like, it and I'm like, like one or two and I'm like, your dad's an asshole. Why did he send us this? this? <laughs> I was like, he could have figured out. A, couldn't he have figured out what, what was on this? Why would he buy this and not just look it up? And why would he send it to us? I was right. for a hot sec like, all right, maybe we're not going to be millionaires, but there's some right. substantial change on this thing. And right. I was like, there's nothing on this. Why are you sending $2. this to us? Throw it away. How much, is, not how much does a lottery ticket even cost? I don't even know, bro. I have no idea where he bought. I don't, I don't know. I just happened to see him from a distance buying it. When, when uh, she moved here and we just stopped at a Kroger, I remember she was like, yeah, I've never seen him buy a lottery ticket before. That and it ends so up back funny. at her house. We get $2. 
and she then like we, i mean we did this at a gas station so she then like checked out and got the two dollars and i almost didn't even want to get the two dollars i'm like you know what just leave it but she's like no i'm getting my two dollars and i was like <laughs> right <laughs> that's funny it probably cost like, him so almost two dollars to send to send it to you between that and buying the lottery ticket probably yeah not Man. a great investment yeah yeah, I mean, what don't they? I thought, don't they I, would, I thought I would be in the shout out. That's why I'm getting at. This would be me, <laughs> right? No kidding, no kidding, buddy. Well, oh hopefully, better luck next time. Better <laughs> luck you. next time. Well, I think it's time. Uh, I think you know what time it yes. is, Jared. Oh yeah, I got some good ones today. Oh good, then start us off, Jared. All right. My first one is Am- Amharic which is an Ethiopian language. And this is Amharic has a cool alphabet. I, I, don't, I don't know what it's called, but it looks very cool. And the literal translation is Oh cow! Oh cow! You looked... Oh, you looked... The grass, but the ditch you didn't saw. Let's go with C. I'm going to say they okay. meant to say C. <laughs> right. Oh, cow. Oh, cow. You looked at the grass, but the ditch you didn't see. So is this like you You clearly missed some important information? Why did you miss important information, though? Because the cow didn't see the ditch. Maybe it fell down the ditch or something. What were you looking at, you know? Why, 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 why weren't you paying you were, attention? You were, dis- you were distracted. Mm. Yeah, you were distracted. Okay. It's when uh, you... I, that's great, and I 100% am going to give that to you. But what it actually is is more like when you lose something important uh, because you're focusing too much on like the benefit of doing something. Oh, that makes sense. So you like miss yeah. out on something because you're too focused on the benefit of it. Ah, okay. That makes sense. All right, mm-hmm. so my first one is Chinese for you, and it is Tuya, which means draw the duck. Draw the duck. Is it just like you're taking a guess? Nope. nope. Draw the duck. Is it like you're coming to, uh, con- well, I guess coming to conclusions and taking a guess are similar? No, um, this, th- this one's... Is this like you, you're absent-minded? Think more of the literal here. Draw the duck. Do you want me? I can tell you the story, but the story might give it away a little bit. Is it like drawing a blank? No, no. Draw the duck. So here, let me, let me, let me just, I'll, I'll tell you the short story. I love to find these Chinese idioms because a lot of them uh, have some, mm-hmm. some type of story. So yeah, like this one. Mama hoo hoo. That's right. Uh, that's right. So the words date back to the Tang dynasty a little son of a famous poet loved to draw anything on books and on paper, so he drew everywhere. The poet then wrote a poem describing his naughty and energetic son as a duck when drawing and scribbling on everything. He just doodles a lot? Yep, this means graffiti or to doodle. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's not fair. I shouldn't give myself that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. To draw the ducks. Okay. So it just... Okay. Interesting. I wonder why... Mm-hmm. I, I mean, you just said why a duck, but... I mean, that's not a real story, you know? Maybe it is. You Maybe never it know. Is. You never know. <laughs> I, I don't need to be my normal negative self. My next one is Finnish, and it's Mite Sunule Kulu. And it literally means, what are you hearing? What are you hearing? And I'll and I'll, I'll, I'll st- like like you try to tell me sometimes. Don't overthink it. Okay. What are you this, hearing? The the and, and by don't yeah don't overthink it. Now I'm about to overthink the what I'm is, your is does this just mean like are you crazy? Like what are you hearing? No, I like that. No, it's okay. it's it's like a um. No 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 no. You say okay. it more. You say it to. You say it all. You say this often. I would say, like, this would be something you'd say often to people. I would say, or anyone, just not just you, anyone. people in general. What are you hearing? Hmm. What are you hearing? So imagine someone saying it like that. Oh, what? What are you thinking about? 
No, no, it's like no. um say I'm sitting on my front porch um in in Louisiana mm-hmm. and I'm like uh howdy. No, no one says howdy in Louisiana. Um <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting on my front porch and and uh hey, you know y'all. my neighbor comes out that I only see uh you know every now and again, but we always have good conversations. Mm-hmm. And I'm like uh hey there Jameson, what are you what are you hearing? Oh, so like what's new? What's going on? Yeah, it's like, how are you? Oh, nice. Okay. I mm-hmm. like that. What are you hearing? Mm-hmm. My last one for you today is uh, also Chinese, and it is go, go, tui, and it means dog's legs, uh, dog's legs. Okay. <laughs> I feel like um, I could see you doing the intonations. Is that what you call intonations? The, the tones. Or, the tones. Uh, the I was tones. doing that under the table, yeah. I feel like I could see you doing it with your entire body. <laughs> That's how you got to do it sometimes when you're learning Chinese. Jared, uh, what what's the literal say? again? Uh, dog's legs. Dog's legs. Um, is that like saying you're just like uh, someone like lives a well-balanced life? Mm-mm. No. Someone's like very uh comfortable someone I'm is to, uh i'm trying to think if we have an english untranslatable that's an equivalent um but i don't really working think hard um no not quite um so okay jared so you know say say you have a, a dog right um and maybe maybe or even better example say you have a service dog right mm-hmm. a service dog um can do a lot of things and can really do like whatever you um, need them to do. Uh, is it just like saying someone with well, like someone that uh, can do everything? Like a not quite this one. One is trick kind of, pony. No, um, no, no. This one is basically. I'm gonna. I'm just going to tell please. you. Please. Um, it's an adjective to describe someone who always caters to others' favors. Oh. Mm-hmm. Dogs' legs. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. So you're like always catering to someone else's favors or, or doing that stuff kind of, for That people. seems like a negative thing to me. It is. It is. I okay, would say it's okay, definitely okay. a negative thing for sure. Hey, Chad, what's your favorite uh, form of tr- mode of transportation? You know, Jared, it really depends where I'm going. If it's, if it's I would say, under four hours, I would... Mm, Dude. I don't know. If it's under I four... I love you. If it's under four hours, I would probably say a car. But mm. also, I mean, if the train seats are comfortable, going by train is also really nice. Uh, so it really depends. What about you? I guess I, I'm I'm with you, and I have a problem with what you're saying. My first thing I wrote in my notes is I love a road trip with friends, and don't mm-hmm. hate road trips alone up to four to five hours long. Ah, okay. After that, it starts to become torturous. I'll say though. So, oh, like, definitely. I, I could probably do a road trip with friends up for up longer than that. Maybe up to eight hours. That right. would be nice. But you're probably switching who's driving as yeah. well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By myself, after about five hours, it really starts to become. Now it's just like, all right, this needs to be over. But right. I can do four hours, like Chicago. Which is, you know, that's a classic mid uh, or uh, not Midwest, a classic Metro Detroit, uh, like four hours. You say four hour road trip. Chicago is immediately what everyone in Metro Detroit would think about. Oh, for sure. Um, and uh, that I think is about my limit. I've done to and from um, Philadelphia and Michigan a few times. Obviously, when I was in my, the process of moving here, mm-hmm. too long. I that, right. I don't like doing. How many that. hours was that? Like eight. Eight to eight and a half to nine, I would say. Yeah, that's a long drive. And I have a uh, point, a bone to pick with you on the train one. Now, I agree, a good high speed, you know, high speed train, you can't really get much more comfortable than that. I would say, but trains are so expensive. Like trains in America, they're expensive. In the U.S. and even in Europe, is are never really the best choice. I feel like buses are. If if you're not going to be in an airplane, buses are usually going to be the financially a better choice. Yeah, and especially in Europe, where where buses quality level are are closer to that of a train than maybe in the U.S. I haven't been on a. I don't can't tell you the last time I've been on a bus trip in the U.S. Yeah, I Um, wouldn't. See, that's the problem is that the convenient and comfortable travel in the U.S., I think, is 
I think, like you said, unless it's a super long journey, I would probably pick a car in the U.S. Well, Just I guess be- the benefit the benefit of being in the U.S. is that you probably be, would not probably, you're definitely more likely to have access to a car as well. Right. Very true. But at the same time, like I love, the thing I love about being here in China is, now the trains aren't super cheap. Like if I go second class to Beijing and back, it's, well, it's not too bad. It's 25 Could bucks you take there, buses? 25 bucks back. 25. Uh, That's not bad. I've, I've never For looked. us though. I've never looked. I think a bus would probably take too long. Uh, with the mm. train, I'm there in an hour 45 and I'm there. Um, right. So it's pretty nice. Um, now in the Czech Republic, though, I took buses most places. and But the trains in the Czech Republic were also super affordable. Um, a lot of times they were late. A lot of times they Not were... Not to Berlin. Right. Wait, That's true. They, were la- they were often... Well, I don't understand why trains are so late. What do you... I don't know. I don't know. Maintenance? <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know either. I really don't fix know. Them at, fix them when they're not... Oh, anyway. Um, <laughs> you need to fix them when they need to be fixed, Jerry. You can't just... Yeah, no, that's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> um, often here in Michigan, I'll make jokes about... Like, I'll point out cars. Um, my, my girlfriend's from Philadelphia, from Pennsylvania, so she's not used to no inspections. And I'll point out, like, a right. destroyed car here in Michigan as we like, no inspections. She'd be like, yep. people can just drive that? I'm like, yeah. Yep. Yeah, they can um i would say i i like trains but i i it's not really I, it's not really often a, a a reliable option for me or a realistic option i will not in I the would states say. definitely but yeah, we I, just don't have the I, infrastructure always look forward to a high a high speed train it's so smooth i like the I, mm-hmm. ice where they tell you how fast you're going i'm a nerd yep. for that kind of stuff you know um now i'm trying to think what the fastest because I know at least in China, I think the train got up to, I think, th- I think three hundred kilometers per hour. Okay, so that's what that's, that's like one hundred and eighty. It's more than that, isn't it? Um, hold on, I'm typing in Chinese high high rail speed. Uh, uh they get they go usually from uh about two fifty to three fifty kilometers, mm-hmm. which is about one fifty five to two seventeen. Okay. 300 yeah. kilometers in miles. You need miles. It's 186. Oh, you were, you were close. You were really close. Okay. Anyways, the one thing, though, that I love about the trains here in China is one time I was bumped up to business class on my way to Beijing. Is, it was is actually that nicer on my, than the on first my class? Birthday. It is. Business okay. class is like first class in an airplane, like you have like a pod. And so you they can switch lay your chair it. all the way back. Yeah, yeah. They switch okay, it. okay. Yeah, and so so you can like lay your. So seat you have your back. own room. No, 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 no. You have like a pod, like a little seat. Oh, that's okay. a pod. It's, so it looks like an airplane pod. Yeah, exactly. Oh, interesting. It looks like airplane first class. Yeah. Do you it's, have better food options? People serve you food. Uh, we were offered a drink, uh, not an alcoholic beverage, but like juice or water mm. or something. Usually in first class, you just get a water. Uh, I think oh, I think you might be able to get a soft drink as well, uh, like a like a pop or as Jared says, a soda. What's a popular soda in China? Uh, same same as in the states. Like there's Coke, Coca-Cola. there's Sprite. Really? Yeah. Well, that's a bummer. Yep. yep. But there are a <laughs> lot of really cool different flavored juices, like a lot of different type of like peach juices, mm. um, pear, uh, all sorts of stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But so I don't know. It was really cool taking business class here in China. Like you get in this pod and it's super comfy. You not only can you lay your seat all the way back, but like it comes out like a reclining chair, so you can put your feet up. Um, Do they? They have no like TVs or anything. Uh uh-uh, uh no. Uh-uh. Okay. Wait, I'm trying to think. I think the business class might have had a screen that you could like <laughs> pull up. I didn't because okay. I was listening to music and reading my Kindle. But mm, um, nerd. I know, right? Uh, but yeah the funny thing was though i almost pulled the trigger on a business class seat on the way to harbin just because it's an eight hour train ride from where i live but Mm -hmm. the thing is is that the business business class seats won't be covered by my work so first class is covered but business class is not and i was like do i want to pay the difference and i was like you know what no we'll see maybe after harbin i'll be like i should have just bought the business class well, that's also the struggle with once you get a taste of it, it's hard to go back. 
That's true. Well, then you'll start justifying. We'll be like, well, only the difference isn't that much. <laughs> right. Um, right. <laughs> and and then you, next thing you know, you're you like you can't even travel in first class anymore. It's like, ugh, these dirty right. ass first class. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> How do people the, live like this? The funny thing is, when I go to Beijing, um, you know, not for work, I always take second class. So it makes me so much happier once I do take first class again. I'm like, oh, yes, mm-hmm. like have comfy armrests. I'm not fighting somebody for the armrest. Uh, yeah, it's a lot different. Speaking of first class, I would say this. I think that uh, airplane travel would easily be my favorite if every flight I took was first class. Or even business class. Yeah, I could do business class too. But um, it, like, I, I feel like... Because there's also the benefit with that of... If I am at an airport and I have to uh, deal with waiting in an airport, which I know mm. that's some real first world problems, what I just said there. Right. But no I hate kidding. sitting in airports <laughs> and just waiting around. I hate waiting in lines. If I could um, be ha- like be in first class and also could just wait in the lounge, and then you know they call me from the lounge and I just walk to the plane from the lounge into Is first that how class. How lounges work? I think uh, I do. Oh, I, yeah, I, I do know. In the lounge, they they'll tell you like they'll announce when uh, like your plane starts boarding. Like okay. they have those. At least they have like the screens at the very least. Right. But I think if you're at a certain level, they'll tell you. But um, you know, they at least have screens, and you can hear like the um, you know announcements on flights, or maybe even on in some of them. You know, since you have to check in at the at the front little desk in the lounge, they'll know when your flight is, and they'll you know maybe have a way to alert you specifically. I don't okay. know, or pay attention to the time. I don't know. Right. I mean, the lounge um, is a, is a great idea. You're you're right though. That's what I think. The thing about air travel that makes it so inconvenient and also uncomfortable is all the and obviously yes, we have to do the security checks. I get it. I would much mm-hmm. rather get to my destination safely with some hassles than not have that but it does add a level of discomfort and make makes it a bit inconvenient you know you spend i've spent too much time in my life waiting at airports so having that lounge option jared you're 100 percent right that would be oh for a sure huge plus huge huge plus now let me ask you another thing i don't like about airport airline travel excuse me is that um all they're doing like all airlines are doing are figuring out you know more and more ways to just stuff people yeah. into uh you know into an air an airplane Mm -hmm. and uh it's uncomfortable as hell these days and there's a huge controversy as the british would say if i could find (laughs) it on my twitter i would uh i although i'm so expertly stalling i'm running out of things to say okay i found it um oh come on refresh (laughs) uh okay all right. Well, that was a whole waste of it. Okay, I found it. USA Today Travel had an article uh, a while ago that I retweeted on our Twitter about uh, reclining your seat on the airplane mm-hmm. and whether or not that uh, you sh- people should be doing that. Have you heard about that? You know, there are a lot of you know usually tall people that get really angry about that. Then there's obviously a large group of people that are like, well, if they didn't like, if if I shouldn't be reclining my seat, then I um, then don't offer it. Right, and I agree with uh, both sides. I understand how it could be annoying to recline it, but I, I, I I'm never going to be the one that's annoyed at someone for reclining their seat because it's like, yeah, you're listen, like, I, I'm not gonna, yeah, it's there. It's annoying that it's there, but it's there. Right. Um, but I'll tell, you, I, I have gotten more self conscious about reclining my seat these days. I would say, have you? Do you do you think about those things? No. Of course not. Well, I don't really recline my seat that much on a plane. I will tell you, though. On purpose? Because you think about it or just because you Because I think about it. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Because I think about it. Plus, plus, like, to some extent, like, I like a little bit of a lean, but Mm. if it's too back, I think it's also uncomfortable on a plane. Um, To me, that, that, well, that's going to say, when I weigh my options, even though I maybe would prefer to recline it, especially on, like, relatively short flights, in my head, I'm like... There's nothing that's going to be comfortable for me. True. Well, I will say, on an True. international flight, I might recline it. Your boy's got to at least try to make an attempt to sleep. Right. Right. Well, but it's funny you mention that, though, Jared, because all the seats in the trains in China recline. And I've had a couple older people in front of me, like, really recline their seat. 
And I'm kind of like, God damn it. Like, you know, what's the, <laughs> what's the, well, yeah, cause you have a, a seat back right in front of your face at that right. point. What, um, what's the space like in general uh, on a, on a, you know, a first class, your, you know, your, gen, your gen, first, class first class is pretty good. First class, you, you can lean it back pretty far and it won't be in and your And you're face. still comfortable you a lot of leg behind the person. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. And the seats are really comfortable. Uh, I always pick the, so in China, when you order train tickets, you can choose a preference. Like there's usually a row of three seats and a row of two seats. I always pick the two seats and I pick the window seat on those two seats. Mm. Um, and, and yeah, with first class, there's no issue of reclining the seats, um, really, unless you brought it all the way back, but then you wouldn't be in my face. You'd probably be in my lap, which would also be annoying. But anyways, um, or wonderful, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. But, uh, uh, but anyways, so they're, they're, they're pretty roomy. There's a lot of space. Um, and then the seats also have like a plug-in charger right in the armrest. The mm-hmm. first class, you have to bend over like a peasant and plug it into this little <laughs> slot on the ground. So, so yeah. I have to reach, right? <laughs> I can't just put my hand right here on the side of my armrest and plug in my oh phone. My what gosh. is this? Uh, okay. Yeah. I, um... I, I, I just need to, I need first class. Have you, are you familiar with, I mean, obviously you know who Travis Barker is. You're familiar mm-hmm. with Blink-182. Yes, a, of course. You're a child of the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Um, are you familiar with his aversion to flying? Well, yeah, of course. He was in a plane crash and almost died. Yeah, that's very true. I'm sure you, I'm, I'm very familiar. I, I mean, I'm, excuse me, I meant to say, I'm not surprised that you heard of that story. I, I mm-hmm. expected that you did. But did you know that, I mean, obviously he's still like an international superstar and still performs right. all over the yeah, place. Yeah, he doesn't fly anymore, does he? He takes transatlantic uh, boat trips uh, to Europe and stuff. And he'll take uh, a boat trip to go to. And uh, generally, do you know how long it takes to get to Europe? Let's say from New York to London, how long that would take on a boat? I would, I would guess a week. Probably a week. Very good. Parada. Six to eight days. Okay. That seems terrible. Sorry, I had to censor myself for a second. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, it's it, it. I would agree with you, Jared, but it also, I think it depends I guess on your mindset. It becomes a trip on on its own. You know what and I mean? And I guess if I've been in a plane crash, it, it wouldn't sound terrible. No, not at all. Not at all. Um, I, I'm but surprised like, they still <laughs> offer those. And I wonder what kind of boats these people are going on. They are do they like still offer fancy? them. How, how well, expensive is it? Do you know? Oh, this is a good question. I, I need to... Um, have you ever... Uh, let me ask you this question as I'm doing this. Have you ever been on any cruises? How do you feel about cruises? I've been on two cruises. I love them. They're awesome. The only bad thing about cruises is the first cruise I went on, I don't know how I don't know how it happened, but there were like three or four different cruise liners from different companies where everybody was getting sick. Um, yeah, that like happens a like lot. A I think like bug. that's not yeah. an uncommon thing. Did you get right. sick? I did. Yeah. Oh my no. parents did as well. It was terrible. We still oh. had a good time and, until we got <laughs> sick. <laughs> until we got sick, it was great, and then afterwards, it was pretty terrible. <laughs> okay. Uh... Seven to seventy-four nights, starting from four hundred and fifty-nine dollars per person. That's not bad. Four fifty for the entire trip. No, I don't understand these prices. I'm going to be honest with you, uh, dude. I'm gonna, I, don't let's quote take me on a that. boat to Europe next time. Dude, That's awesome. That. Four fifty. Freaking awful. That's not <laughs> awful. You can get a plane trip for that. I, I actually was looking at plane flights the other day. I found flights from uh chicago to london for 350 bucks wow that's really good the only reason i didn't get them is because i just booked a my flight to louisiana for for thanksgiving which is Mm -hmm. uh coming up at some point i'm trying not to totally ruin this space-time continuum my christmas ticket and um oh i'm going to toronto for uh for new year's Oh Ooh. nope, sorry. On the road again. <laughs> Good. Okay. Cool. That's what I meant to say. Right. Um. So uh, that's the only reason I didn't do it. But 
Transatlantic flights. Yeah, you could probably looks like oh, excuse me, not flight cruises on kayak. They they show a transatlantic cruise um, that starts around five hundred and fifty dollars. Is that uh, all in, that's all inclusive too? Right here we go. Here we go. Saturday, November thirtieth. Now this one is sixteen days from November thirtieth to okay. December sixteenth. And now, obviously, if you're someone like Travis Barker, you're probably not taking the scenic route. You're just trying to get to where right. you're going. Uh, but for an interior, uh, for an, oh, let's see where it goes. It goes from Savona. Oh, Savona, which is in, oh, this is start, starts in South America. This starts in Venezuela. I don't know if that really counts, does it? Well, excuse me, it ends in South, it's, it starts in... It starts in uh, Spain and ends in South America. I don't know if I really... I mean, listen, those are both wonderful places. Here, I'll, here's what I'll do. Here's what I'll do, because I am very curious about this. Any port. We're going to start from Miami. And we're going to go transatlantic. Uh, and we're going to do... All right, all right, we're starting in Miami. <laughs> this is hilarious. Nothing came up. All right. Oh, that's uh, funny. Wah, wah. <laughs> anyway. Doesn't surprise me, though. It, but, but from what I'm seeing just by the Google searches, it could be anywhere from around starting at about 500 going up to, I would say, you know, obviously a couple grand if you really right. splurge for the fancy boat rides, I guess. Um, and depending on where you get, interior versus windows seems to make a big difference. Um, I don't, cruises don't interest me in any sort of way. Have I went on a on Disney one? cruise as okay. a kid and it was fun, but I mean, I was freaking like six or seven or eight or something like that, you know, like, right. and like it was, it, it, there were like Disney cruise games and activities. And even back then I was terrible at making friends. My sister made a bunch of friends and I just kind of glopped onto them. Okay. Um, but, um, I don't like I don't like the, uh, like, I don't like being contained. I don't want that to be my vacation, you know? Okay. Like, it, I don't want it to be my vacation, for one. And there's there's no way that's going to be the most, uh, like, the most convenient way to travel. So I'm just not, I'm not a fan of it. I'm not a fan. I, I would say, though, I think if you went with your girlfriend or if you went with a group of friends, it would probably change your mind on cruises. Because then Maybe. you're just relaxing. You're relaxing and ha having a good time. <clears throat> I like the idea of all-inclusive. Oh, yeah. Except but I'm that kind alcohol of person. is not inclusive. It depends on what cruise you're going on. That's, That's a, true. I mean, true. I'm sure there are plenty of them where, where you could get at that package. Right. Uh, all right. Here's what we're going to do real quick. I mean, listen. I didn't mean to say that. I don't want to make it seem like I'm one, steering one the ship second. here. One second. Here, you can continue. So, uh, first of all, uh, I'm so glad Chad got up because I looked behind him and I saw out his window and I was almost certain that um, someone was breaking into Sorry, his place. I got a delivery but, and this is my other winter coat. Okay, it well, is here. Sorry that's wonderful. That. Uh I was in the middle of talking and you just interrupted. Oh, sorry. <laughs> That's <Jared>. okay. Sorry. <laughs> Chad got a package, everyone. <laughs> Hold on. Let's do a full stop. Let's open. Let's do an unboxing. YouTube loves unboxings. You already do? Oh, all right. Well, this is my coat from H&M that's going to keep me warm and alive in Harbin. Ooh, this is thick. Is H&M popular in China? Um, kind of. The problem is, is that it's all in Asian talking to sizes. The mic. Talking to the obviously, mic. because I'm in talking Asia. to the mic. Talking to the mic. Oh, sorry. So yeah, so it <laughs> it is definitely popular. Like, there's an H and M in Jinan. There's uh, numerous mm -hmm. H and M's in Beijing. Um, oh man, this is a thick coat. Definitely gonna take this with me to Harbin. Uh, this is a European large for people who are curious. Um, oh man, super stoked. Super stoked. <laughs> I think I regret I regret I should doing hold this. Hold this up. So <laughs> yeah, it's I haven't nice seen it once. Gray, is it like a puffy coat? jacket? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So okay. it's got the. You can maybe hear that the velcro. Looks, it goes down to like knee length. It looks like. No, 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 no. Waist length. Waist. Oh, okay, length. okay, okay. It looks. That I, looks very warm though. Yeah. I could use a good puffy jacket. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! This is gonna be perfect. Oh, oh I'm excited yeah. for this. I love this. Oh, fits good. Ooh, I like that. Fits good. Yeah, comfortable. This will be super warm. I do wish it was like a bit that. longer. 
Here, I'll step a little bit back so you can see, our people on YouTube can see. So this is like a coat. It's got like yes. four front pockets. Also love the pockets. Really thick inner. Oh, can you take out the lining? Oh, ooh, a little secret pocket on the inside. That's always useful. Is there a, is there, is it like a, is there a lining or is it just one thing? It looks like There's, it's one thing I can, from what yeah, I'm seeing. Yes, one thing. There's That's a cool pocket. looking jacket though. I like it. Yeah. And I got it on sale for, uh, I looked I forget exactly what I paid for it now, but I got it uh, for half price. So I think I paid uh, well, like that sounds like that sounds like sounds like you. That sounds about I right. I think I paid like about forty bucks for it, something like that, for a nice winter jacket to keep me warm so I don't die when I go right. visit Harbin. Well, so stay warm, we pop a squat, and I'm gonna do. I want to do a speed around and run through some popular modes of travel and transportation and get your we'll do a quick speed round opinion on some of these perfect let's do it so um let's start with we've talked about trains we've talked about water let's talk about helicopters helicopters that would be cool seem like cool like they're cool but they also seem like a freaking disaster i mean it seems like they're like every other one of those is crashing in hawaii Right. Like, even yeah, though the, I, those aren't forms of transport, I mean, they're not using them as forms of transportation. I mean, they are, but they're not using them travel. as forms of travel. That's more right. for, um, tr- like, tr- like tr- uh, tourists, like sightseeing. Right. But still. I, th- I think it would be cool, but yeah, I'm a little apprehensive about helicopters as well. Airplane. I think, I think depending on the seats and depending on how long your journey is, I would say yes. I'm I'm a fan of airplanes. I think they can be fairly comfortable uh, and and sometimes convenient. Here's what I'll say about airplanes. There's so many things that make me hate the process of using airplanes, but you cannot. It, there's nothing anywhere close to matching the uh, the speed and. Um, convenience of an airplane if you're going on a journey any farther than a couple of hours you know correct excuse me a couple hundred miles there's nothing that can beat that sort of speed so in that sense it's a necessary evil i would say and uh, i feel like people are really cheap like 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 we need to like rise up against companies that are just even like the companies that used to not be like that you know deltas and americans and uniteds that are just like going the way of of cheap airlines it feels like right Uh, yeah i would agree Maglev, which is a magnetic levitating train, which is a high-speed train. Oh, definitely a fan. Definitely I, a fan. I love the novel. I mean, novelty. It's not really novel for anyone outside of the U.S., but I love the I love the technology behind them. But I feel like they're, especially in Europe, they're pricey. Europe, like choosing yeah, the ICA are. or like the TGV in France or whatever. You know, every country has their version, but like right. those are usually a lot pricier than just the normal uh, rail. Oh, absolutely. How do you feel about um, the bus? Uh, the bus. I think if the trip is under five hours, uh, I'm a fan of the bus for okay. sure. Under five hours, I would happily take a bus, and I might even pick that over a car in any other country other than the u.s Mm. because i can read i can sleep i can watch something on my laptop or whatever a lot of the buses in europe have decent wi-fi depends how busy the bus is yes Um, but a lot of them have decent wi-fi they're super comfy Uh, i tell you what man i mean i took a bus at least twice a month to prague and back when i was still living in um, komutov and it was great. I would usually sleep on the bus for like two hours. I would leave in the morning to get to Prague on like a Friday, mm-hmm. uh, sleep, and uh, then feel fairly well rested once I got into Prague. Okay. Uh, okay, I'm with you on that. I- I'm 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 down with with the buses. I can get on board with the buses. Um, how do you feel about? We're gonna go with alternative air travel, is what I'll call it. I'm talking your blimps. I'm I'm talking getting probed up in the sky on a flying saucer. (laughs) Uh, No, I'm talking blimps. I'm talking air balloons. I'm talking, what do you call those those flying bicycle-looking things? Um, I know what you're talking about, but I have no idea what they're called. A flying... (laughs) Bicycle thing? Go-kart. Well, then you also have your... uh, um, you also have your hang gliders as well, but I feel like that's more for fun than 
I don't know. Do people travel places by hang glider? Is that a thing? <laughs> you just land at your parking lot at work with a suit on. <laughs> with, with your, oh, that would be so great. And then you like chain it up to the bike rack. <laughs> you like take it off your suit. You're like, hey, Jim, how are you this morning? <laughs> oh, that would be great. Swoop it, swoop it into work. <laughs> You have to like, don't Just you have to like slam live, into the live, side of someone's car? <laughs> oh my god! Oh jeez! <laughs> Wouldn't you have to like have your house be on like the top of a hill? Because don't you have I to like get so. a running start or something? Yeah, you could. Yeah, I guess like, you'd have to be. You, you'd be like, hey boss, like can we can we put like a helipad so I can land my hang glider on the top oh of my the building god. for work? <laughs> oh my god! Did you find uh, had, the name of those bicycle things? I found the picture of them, but I can't find a... a <laughs> figure out the name of it. Personal flying go-kart. What do you call them, though? That's not what it's called. Maybe uh, it is. Oh, Who here knows? it is. Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. God. No, don't worry. Oh, oh, micro, uh, um, uh, micro light. That's what they call no, it. Is that what they call a micro light? I, I don't know, dude. You tell me. <laughs> micro light. Interesting. It's called a micro light. Mm-hmm. Okay. Any and other, it, any oh, other yeah, types more. of transport? Oh no! Jared? But but the reason I was asking you this: Would you ultralight? That's what I'm looking ultralight, for. Ultralight, gotcha. Ultralight. Would you uh, go in a air balloon or blimp? Uh, I don't know. I'm uh, with you. I have no interest in either. Now yeah, maybe you can convince so. me with the blimp because yeah. we're not at war, or at least we right. are, but we're not at war. That's gonna. Uh, <laughs> Get me, make me nervous while flying a Goodyear blimp over, uh, you know, over Michigan. Uh, right. Maybe a blimp. I, there's not much interest I have in uh, an air balloon. This seems either. like a use, a un- pointless uh, <laughs> life risk. Um, how about uh, a rickshaw? Rickshaws. Now there are multiple kinds of rickshaws, by mm. the way. There's the one where people hold them and run, but right. there's also like a vehicular one, which is essentially like a motorcycle with a body on it. With, I'd say you know, for a short, I'd say for a short trip, I'd be okay with a rickshaw. Maybe they seem great for like um, a place like India as a taxi mm-hmm. because right. of they the have traffic them here in China levels. Too. Oh yeah, that makes sense. But because mm-hmm. of the traffic levels, right? It seems like a like a great like a great uh you know taxi you know usage oh absolutely okay so i I just want to run through a quick timeline no forget it i don't want to do it i changed my mind it's not worth it i don't care all right we can always talk do another episode and talk about this more Mm -hmm. as well Mm -hmm. but now let's talk about a song to get you pumped for whatever travel that you're going to have yes yes our song of the pod is called radio by the german group rammstein which Rammstein is a very famous German metal group. Some people would also categorize them as industrial metal, depending on how you view it. I believe they're from Berlin originally. I could be wrong about that. Uh, they're probably most famous for the song Du Hast. Most people mm-hmm. know that song. I uh, do. That's a different one. Oh. Du. <laughs> du Hast. That's, that's uh, Du Hast. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but this song is called Radio, and it came out of their came from their new album that was released, I believe, sometime in April of twenty, either twenty twenty eighteen or twenty nineteen. Um, and what are your thoughts on it, Jared? I picked this song. I've been a metal fan since I was probably thirteen or fourteen. I'm not really sure if metal is your cup of tea, but I wanted to know your twenty nineteen song. I like the song a lot now. It's still like in general, it's not a genre that really attracts me. There's mm-hmm. like I probably wouldn't put it on in my car, you know, if I'm driving around. But I, I enjoyed listening to it when you sent it to me, and I listened to it multiple times happily. Like I wasn't like, all right, let me listen to this, you know, one more time just so I can at least right. talk about it for the pot. Like I happily listened to it, but it still not something I would put on in my own time. Like I'm sure you you understand that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. But. Uh, it had like this interesting sort of like rock opera vibe to it, and this maybe this is just oh, you're like kind of right, Rammstein, kind of right. Like yeah. Rammstein in general. But I felt like it had like a rock opera going on to it, like it, 
And also, I don't know if, you know, once again, I never know what sort of technology or media you have access to. Did you see the music video? I, I have seen the music video. Yeah, it's it, crazy. Um, it, 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 I can't place the time period because I'm just not good at that. But it right. takes place in like a like a olden times, like a you know, like maybe like a late 1800s kind of time, and they're and they're mm, like, yeah, maybe, maybe you're right. I was thinking more like 1920s, 1930s, 1920s. I could see but, 1920s too. But it could also but be I, turn of the I century. Pictured, you're right. I pictured like like um silent movie period when I saw mm. that. Um. And so they were, uh, you know, they're dressed up. It's all black and white. They kind of essentially look like uh, like actors in the olden days, but mimes. And mm-hmm. and, um, and they're performing as if they're in like some sort of old timey band, but they're, you know, they're playing their metal music. And right. it's, uh, and I, you know, I, they're just, uh, I don't, I can't place a lot of rammstein music videos off the top of my head but i know i've seen a couple of them and i know all of them that they do are very artistic and they you know they, they always are. have a you know they always are you know very well done and i and i enjoy the music video a lot too but this song is a song that even if you're not into metal you could easily like it has a melody it's that very is catchy. very catchy their music is definitely catchy and i think that's what's brought them international success even though they really don't have they I think they have a few songs in English, but their biggest hits are in German. And even and in their international stars. Right. Right. They're, they're huge legends in at this point. Yeah, they're huge in the United States. Mm-hmm. I'm so I'm sure mad. In other I missed them when they countries. were in, in, in Detroit. I missed them and I really wish. But yeah, it's a cool song. The the keyboard's really interesting, like what's going on with the keyboard. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, very melodic. Um, also though, Rammstein has like this kind of punch to it it has this energy this yes. this rhythm it's not like thrash metal where it's super fast and super aggressive no it like the double bass where it's tempo. Like, right it's not like that right. no it's not but it has like a it has like a like a you know it has a, a beat to it a heartbeat almost like, like a, a strong like uh yeah i understand mm-hmm. what you're saying i can't worry yeah. it any better than you can i thought i i thought i right. could a shot but i realized i can't do right. it either but yeah, it's, it's an epic song. Check that out. And if if you enjoyed the music video, another mm-hmm. Rammstein song that was released recently that has a really cool music video, and you should check this one out too, Jared. It's okay. just called Deutschland, which okay. is German for Germany. It's really cool. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so check that out on our Song of the Pod playlist on YouTube, Untranslatable Podcast. The song is called Radio by the German group Rammstein. It's a good one. So we are avid language learners here, and I actually need to get going in a moment to my first Chinese lesson. But before I do that, I want to give you all the Chinese word of the pod, which today is Lu Xing, and this means travel. Okay. Travel. Now, I did not come up with the Spanish word of the pod. I was about to rush and get one real quick, but I'm going to try something, and I think I could think of one off the top of my head. Viajar, viajar. That's to travel as well, right? Isn't the it? verb to travel? I think so. I yeah. was just guessing. I didn't I know, look it I know, up, but I, I think that is what it is. I know when is like have a nice trip. When okay, viaje. then I'm going to say that I just got that right. And I think we're going to go on with it. Sounds good. I think the key with convenience and comfort in travel, a lot of it also has to do with, and we didn't mention this in the main segment, but I think it's worth saying, a lot of it also has to do with preparation. Mm-hmm. So what I mean by this is, if you know you have a long journey, bring some good snacks, yes. bring a book, bring bring that hard drive with some movies on it, or download yeah. some movies or something. I think preparation is key, regardless of your mode of travel. And I would say, though, that's why, in some ways, a very long journey via car, if you are driving, is not, in my opinion, the most comfortable or the most convenient because there's a lot of things you can't do, right? Because if you're driving, you can't watch a movie. You can listen to music. You could listen to the Untranslatable podcast, yeah. but uh, I think the beauty of like trains, planes, and buses is you're not the one operating the vehicle, yeah. so you can really, mm-hmm. you have a lot of freedom, and that's why I really think those types of travel tend to be more convenient and more comfortable. You betcha. I agree with you. I agree with you. Now, obviously, one more thing I want to mention. Which one, what form of travel is the most dangerous? Oh, I would say probably car. Uh, wrong motorcycle then it's car <laughs> oh okay okay uh and one of the absolute safest is the airplane mm-hmm. and uh trains are actually also very safe as well not as safe as airplanes but very safe too 
Buses are yeah, actually safer than trains. Are they really? Interesting. Yeah, according to Wonka blog. All right, I shouldn't have said anything. According to Northwestern University, now I'm seeing the sources. Ian Savage. Uh, okay. Oh, there what a savage at Northwestern University. Thank you, Ian Savage. Um, but yeah, we could even have a whole conversation about like ir- rational and irrational fears of traveling because that's something oh, I wanted to get into. That. Let's do that. that because, be you know, great. obviously, plane has is proven to be the safest, but it's ob- also obviously one of the most feared forms, I would of say. Of course. Yeah. Let's do that in the future. That would be a fun one. That's a okay. great idea, Stay Jared. tuned, people. That's right. That's right. Uh, yeah, so let us know, though, what you think is the most convenient and or comfortable way to travel at untranslatablepodcast at gmail.com. Check out our Instagram, untranslatablepodcast, for clips and uh, photos of my travels yes. in China and uh, whatever Jared's been up to stateside. Sadly, <laughs> here in China, I can't access it very often, so I don't really know what's going on. But hey, I have full faith and full confidence in uh, my co-host, Jared, so I know he's doing a great job. So check that out so his hard work is not in vain. Also check out our YouTube channel, Untranslatable Podcast, for songs of the pod, like Radio by Rammstein uh, today, and lots of other songs in many different languages. We try to pick international artists from different countries so you can get a wide variety of music genres, languages, and interesting tidbits about culture from other countries. So check that out. And lastly, please, please, please give us some reviews. Pleasure, pleasure, pleasure. Five stuff. stars would be great on iTunes and Stitcher. And also give us some feedback. How can we make this podcast better for you? We'd be happy to cover any topics you would like us to discuss. Or if you have any untranslatables you would like to share, let us know. We would be happy to give you a shout out during the untranslatable segment. So we thank you all for your support. It means the world to us. We hope you learned something new today, whether it be new untranslatable or a new fact about convenient or comfortable travel. So, as we say here at the Untranslatable Podcast, Yakuyame, which is gracias, and shisha.